0: Sean is a fresher breath there. He just
1: loves chain restaurants. Matter of fact, he ate at Applebee's 12 times during the bye week. I love eating it. Most of you guys. That
0: really is still swollen, isn't it? <laughs> so it it, it kind of looks like a football, actually. It's, Thank you for that. Stitching you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I- hey, D, I like donuts, baby. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, stay
1: focused. Um, work hard in school. You might not like school, but make sure you're working hard at school.
0: Build build it's
1: your boy DM3 and you're listening to the Witty Not Funny Sports Podcast on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Let's go! Witty Nation, welcome to Witty Not Funny Sports Live. Presented by Traveling Growler, the number one self rated Buffalo sports podcast or show covering the Bills, Savers, entertainment, and everything in between. And as always, part of the Built In Buffalo Network. Go follow us at Woody Sports 716 on Twitter, Instagram, right at the bottom of your screen there. Hit that follow. We love following back and check out everything Built In Buffalo is giving you every single day. Live show, the best Bills content weekly, every single day at builtinbuffalo underscore check all the shows out awesome job from Built in Buffalo during this season make sure you like make sure you comment make sure you subscribe to this show we love hearing your feedback we got some comments coming in early what up magia i don't know who magia is but what up magia he meant mafia as you can see there uh thank you everyone for commenting uh tony we are your hosts as Tony knows, but listeners and what? watchers, we are your hosts.
0: I am Matt. He is Tony. Tony, how are you doing tonight? Matt, I'm doing well. I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little nostalgic this evening. Oh, uh, <clears throat> indulge if, us. I, if I if I may. I ha- I would love to indulge you if I may with a little nostalgia that's been teeming through my mind, heart, and soul. Uh, and I will ask you all three. Wow! <laughs> if and when you know, if and when you know how to participate. I encourage you to do so.
1: Another participatory one? Like, I got to participate? You've been hitting me with <laughs> these on the
0: participation spot. ones lately.
1: I better get a ribbon need... or something sent to me. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. I need a linebacker, Yoda Lee. I need another tackle, Yoda Lee. We got Razul Douglas, Yoda hoo What about Fournette and Joseph? Yoda Lee. You never did it. There you go. Yeah, I don't know good. that it's song. like you one of the. I didn't know oh, what. Your...
1: What song is that? From
0: uh, that's I need more allowance from Doug the Beats. Oh, <laughs> What's interesting to me? West. Yes, exactly. Yes, it was inspired. Yeah, it that's... was inspired because we got Douglas. Yes, it all it does. I thought,
1: I thought you. would do the Doug theme song like do 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 do. That was do, 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 that was my do, first do, plan.
0: Do. That was my first plan was to do was to write lyrics to the Doug theme song. Uh, yeah, but then I was like, great. this isn't. This isn't flowing like it just didn't work. And so I had to go over to the beats. So I was that it was I, and I tried going towards Killer Tofu wasn't really offering me much. So I had to settle That's for right. I know I had I had to settle for I Need More Allowance, their secondary hit, the, <laughs> really the underrated semi-charm life to their jumper, another hit, but not like the hit.
1: Both referencing drugs, of course, both those songs. I Need More Allowance yeah, the beats.
0: by Drugs and Jumper. Jumper of drugs. What's interesting is when I was looking up beat songs and lyrics, one little voice is nowhere to be found. Really? Wow. Travis. Really? Yeah. I know. It was really like one little voice should count in the canon of a beat song. Absolutely. Man,
1: I didn't know the beats had so many hits, but anyway, uh, if you haven't noticed, uh, viewers, we are kids of the 90s and love our. Nickelodeon nostalgic cartoons like Doug and Hey Arnold, Rugrats and Ariel ah, Monsters and all the Nickelodeons we watched after all so uh, if you don't get the reference that is what it's from. Uh, Tony let's talk about that's a great segue as we uh, kick off the show here let's talk about the new editions and I did it that way new editions not ADD editions because uh. It's a throwback to, you know, talk about nostalgia. That was my first concert, it was new edition. So I don't oh. know if Razul Douglas is the Bobby Brown of the Bills coming in, like or the Johnny, G- it's more of the Johnny Gill act coming in late to group and, and maybe,
0: <coughs> maybe ruffling some feathers up with the uh, with really, decor. really on a so, big like spreading drugs kick tonight, dropping a, <laughs> a Bobby Brown in there. It's
1: that, it's that kind of Thursday. <laughs> Yeah. We do speaking of drugs <laughs> we do have our new uh Dare to Digs shirt in the uh, podcast store if you if you were a big fan of the Dare program. Actually, oh yes. Check out the new Digs uh t-shirt that uh is a throwback to the Dare t-shirt days that we have in the podcast store and we'll give you the link later on the show. But uh let's start off Razul Douglas uh the Bills trade with the Packers giving up a third round pick getting back Razul Douglas and a fifth round pick. Uh great addition. If you look at the advanced metrics and listeners and viewers know we're not like a everything is great for the bills like kind of show but i really like this pickup because if you look at the advanced metrics he immediately becomes like the best coverage cornerback secondary member we have in that cornerback room um much better than dane jackson christian benford's having a great year cuz he has more power <laughs> <laughs> tool time uh and we all know the story with Kyrie Lum, and we'll probably get to him more in depth later on the show when we do our mid-season awards because i think he'll come up uh at least in reference if he doesn't win an award so uh rasul douglas immediately becomes uh the best cornerback on the bills uh look, viewers what do you think of the uh the trade for rasul douglas uh let us know in the comments tony what are your thoughts about uh giving up a
0: Third, getting back Rosual Douglas in a fifth. What are your uh, initial reactions? Uh, Compensation-wise, I was like thrilled. I and I think that we got like a pretty good player for dropping from third to fifth. Um, <clears throat> I would love to see what he has. What he has to him because of everything I've ever heard uh, from both media and both from like what Packers fans have been saying, like the Packers fan base loved him and is oh. like so upset to see him go and you know wishes him so well uh so he was beloved there um so to go from third to a fifth we don't have a great history of third round picks well tbd i guess i mean tbd i guess but you know it's very it's been very hit or miss in a great round. History of second
1: round picks either
0: <laughs> yeah day two has always been hit or miss but like day the, always fifth been round, the fifth round foot. is where brandon yeah. bean thrives yeah absolutely i would like if we could just have a draft of one of our first round pick and then eight fifth round picks, we would, we would have already had
1: <laughs> like multiple, we'd have a dynasty going on right now. Yeah, exactly. You look right. at fifth round picks, Milano, he will clearly Shakir mm-hmm. real, like core pieces of both the offense and the defense. obviously.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Give me all the fifth round picks. Um, I did love Brazil Douglas immediately coming in, not participating in his first practice and he has the injury designation of uh just got here <laughs> just got here from yep. the bills PR team, <laughs> which i put on twitter on uh at sports 716 for those who are not following up uh that is now a legitimate excuse for every bills mafia husband out there whose wife is like hey can you do the dishes like right when you get home from work you could just say i just got here i, I can't I have a, designation. Designated. i just, I just got, here. got here i'm not doing the dishes or i'm not making dinner So you can use that now. It is canon in Bill's Mafia lore and and dialogue. You can use that. I mean, if it's good enough for
0: Roger Goodell, it's good enough for, it should be good enough for them.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That was a uh, very funny moment, but I I do like what he brings. Uh, I don't like that. He's been here like two days and Josh Norman was here like two days last week. And he, Josh Norman's already like planting gardens (laughs) in the inner city. Like Rasul Douglas, step your game up in the community efforts here you've been here long enough josh norman's already doing stuff
0: you gotta step your game up right right tony you know he's got it's when when was the just got here tuesday yeah i mean i can think of a lot of yeah i oh uh, maybe it's wednesday i mean i'm just thinking i i can think of a lot of altruistic things that i did on wednesday and today maybe that's more than rezo douglas And I don't need to hear any excuses about, like, oh, "Oh, I just had to move to a different state. My life has been turned upside down. Okay, people have needs. It's too cold. Yeah, it's too cold. From Green Bay to here? Is that a transition? (laughs) Where are your
1: priorities, Russell Mm Douglas? But no, great pickup. I I think uh, Bean gets a lot of flack from the fan base for not making necessary midseason moves. And maybe this isn't the, you know, home run, Odell Beckham type of, you know, get him over the hump move. but for a room that desperately needed some veteran experience because they're rolling out two seemingly second year players. I mean, Kyrie Elam and Christian Bedford both didn't play a full season last year. So still technically kind of rookies. Um, and Dane Jackson, who's a very solid, probably backup is his ceiling. I like Dane Jackson. I think he's a great insurance policy. I think he's great when he, he comes in in a pinch and is solid in that Levi Wallace esque mold. But, They didn't have that veteran presence when Trey White went down. They get that here with Razul Douglas and a guy that can teach these young guys how to do the right thing, how to play the right way, and is already adapt to the system that Sean McDermott runs. So I think this is a really, really nice pickup for Brandon Bean, Mm -hmm. uh, who, like I said, gets a lot of flack for maybe his lack of midseason moves. Uh, Let's move on. Any other notes about Razul Douglas you want to talk about before we uh, move? Uh, No, I guess not.
0: Do you want to talk about uh-huh. how, uh, I mean, I was enjoying the video, I'm not enjoying the video, but I have my only impression of Roswell Douglas, like that Bill's posted that video of Josh saying uh, how much he effing sucks or whatever he said. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> right. then, and then I was like, yeah, but like that game is my only impression of this player. Like when they post a the video, I'm like, oh, it's that guy. It's that guy that like retorched. Right. Okay. So maybe yeah. I'm not as excited as I think I am it, it sure was very funny been, like, good games
1: it was very funny this week like brandon bean made three moves uh two involving players that have had some beef with current bills players of the past right. so Russell douglas that clip with josh allen and the next guy we're going to talk about playoff lenny leonard fournette oh, of course famous yeah. for getting into a brawl with Shaq lawson when he was on the jaguars and <laughs> uh, <laughs> in, in Shaq's first stint with the bills but uh Talk about team camaraderie, like Brandon being really rolling the dice on these guys <laughs> gelling here. Uh, what are your thoughts about Leonard Fournette?
0: Uh, indifferent, to be honest. I mean, yeah, me
1: too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. What? Why are you indifferent? Because it feels, I mean, we talked about this in the offseason when they're making free agent moves and stuff. It just feels like, a, if you look at charts and stuff like that like he performed worse than delvin cook last year and delvin cook's performing worse than delvin cook did last year this year so mm-hmm. i'm hoping leonard fournette doesn't trend towards that same <laughs> bad play but we talk about it in the offseason all the time it's just like we give out the tj graham award because we hype all these guys up and they're just kind of names I and mean, maybe we hype them up me because are names and their names we recognize It just kind of feels the way with Leonard. I feel that way with Leonard Fournette. I'm just like not excited about it because, yeah, it's a guy I recognize. But is he kind of tailing off in his career and contributions on the field and what he can do on the field? Um, I will say he came in into 20 degree weather in Buffalo and immediately cut his uniform pants down to Mm -hmm. Stefan Diggs level shortness. Which which we've only seen with Diggs, so uh, kudos to him. And I think he regretted it because I think there was a comment from what it turned on Twitter uh, the past twenty four hours, like it's cold as a mother in in Buffalo. I'm like, yeah, well, welcome to Buffalo, Lenny. It's not Tampa anymore. So, um, but as an insurance policy, you still have Ty Johnson, uh, who you called up last game. If Latavius Murray goes down, you need that goal line back, and especially if you're mm-hmm. not going to let Josh run, especially if Dorsey's going to continue to run shotgun on the goal line. For this week he did it again, and we'll talk about Dorsey later on. Um, I think Leonard Fournette's a perfectly fine insurance policy practice squad guy in the in the mold of last year's like Cole Beasley and those veteran guys who they bring in. So again, I'm indifferent because I think he's just an in insurance policy. But what do you think, uh, viewers? Like, let us know your thoughts about Leonard Fournette. Tony, why
0: why are you indifferent? I think I think you said it right. Like another way of putting it is perfectly fine. Like, yeah, you know, he's perfectly fine to be like the third or fourth back on the team. He's probably like he knows what to do ish. Can he do it? Probably most of the time. You know, it's it's perfectly fine. Like it's he'll we'll figure it out. It's really about the line and the line has been okay enough. Uh so I'm sure he will be I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm indifferent. I do agree with you. Like names would we even be worrying about this or thinking about this or talking about this? If it was like a name on the level of Ty Johnson, probably not as much, but you know, Leonard Fournette has had and has been a relevant name uh, in our lifespan, in our lifetime. He's been on a lot of fantasy teams. So here we are talking about it, but I'm not putting him. I'm not putting any weight on him with like, I'm not putting any weight on him past. I did on past what I did on Ty Johnson or on Duke Johnson uh, or, right you know, or any like veteran that has, yeah. Anyone bring in that's like, they've had their time and it's like, Oh yeah, I remember that name from around, but it doesn't mean they're going to do anything. It doesn't mean they're going to produce. It doesn't mean they're going to fit a role uh, where they have to, where the moment has to meet that man. Uh, And I don't think that there's, I don't think Leonard Fournette is going to be put in a position um, where the moment has to meet that man. I think he's just supplemental and that'll be just fine.
1: Yeah. And if he is put in that position, it's going to, hopefully come in the playoffs where he has shined the past couple of years. That's really where right. he steps his game up. Uh, I do appreciate a couple of things for Leonard Fournette. One, I did mention the shortest shorts ever. And, and John made a comment here. He just has to get used to the cold. Perfectly sad, John. Um, <laughs> uh, I think he's getting used to it quickly. I, I do also appreciate that he uh, channels, his glory days at LSU and he still wears like LSU shoulder pads and cleats (laughs) you don't see a lot of NFL players wearing their college gear still so I do appreciate that from Leonard Fournette even even if times get rough for him he'll just look down at his feet and be like yeah I used to be really good and he was dominant (laughs) in college like he was like Mm -hmm. one of the best players I remember watching him. So um, I, I I I think you said it very well as, as well. I, great insurance policy, uh, known playoff contributor that I, uh, if in a pinch, if we need to call him up, I think he can produce. He's a great pass blocker as well, which I think we need because James Cook isn't there yet. And Ty Johnson doesn't see offensive snaps and Latavius Murray is, is good, but you know, old, <laughs> the oldest running back in the league. So, you know, you're flipping a coin every time he steps on the field in terms of injuries, So, um, yeah, I, I'm OK with it. Uh, I think that's all all that needs to be said. Tony, our final new addition, the biggest addition, literally, <laughs> maybe not figuratively, but definitely literally, uh, Linville Joseph joins the Bills, former Charger, former Giant. He's been a, a bunch of places the mm-hmm. past couple of years. But again, a team kind of decimated by injuries at the defensive tackle position and decimated by some underperforming players. I think in Tim Settle, Jordan Phillips is a porcelain doll. You know, he's he's one, he's one fumble uh, recovery celebration away from pulling another hamstring because he always seems to get hurt celebrating plays. I don't get it. Um, but Daquan Jones out for, we think, the season uh, or a majority of the season, Ed Oliver's been very good. We We needed another guy because... I mentioned our TJ Graham Award for a guy who gets hyped up and does nothing. Hyped up in the offseason, does nothing in the regular season. Mine was Tapuna Ford, and I think he's played okay the past mm-hmm. week. two He's had his moments. definitely. Yeah. The past. He's had his moments, but it seems like Linville Joseph is another big body, a guy who could take up double team. Uh, Mitch Morris himself said like he had his like welcome to the NFL moment facing Linville Joseph, who might be the strongest dude ever <laughs> according to Mitch Morris and like just bull rushed him and Mitch Morris was like okay I'm in the NFL now I guess <laughs> so uh I like it you know older guy veteran again just a guy who can give you probably 20 good snaps a game and that's kind of all you need him for and for a defense that needs to shore up the run stuffing side of the defense uh, I like this signing big body um yeah Linville Joseph I'm okay with it
0: uh I'm okay with it because the of who they were saying or of who was getting talked about as potential DT, like, you know, street signings that we could use because of the injury uh, of of the names getting tossed around Lindahl. Joseph was the youngest. So I was like, Oh, well, I hope we get that guy because he's the youngest. Cause everyone, because even though defensive tackles can potentially have a longer shelf life, I still want the youngest cause I am concerned about with all I'm concerned about everyone we're getting at their age. Uh, but with Lindahl, Joseph, um, I think that it's great. we're like the same age. Is that is it what bothers you? Well, n- that hadn't really occurred to me until you're not now. like getting
1: players that are the same age as like us.
0: <laughs> no, that hadn't really occurred to me until now. But now, yes, okay. it does bother me. Now you're worried about it? Like, yes. Actually, no, I'm not worried about it. Because like, when when you put it in those terms, I'm like, well, geez, like if being in shape was like my whole job, I could be in really good shape. Like, I could probably handle yeah. – I could, like my body can. could probably handle a lot of things if it's like all yeah, I had a to of do. Was worry up about here. That. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, yeah. if I, you know, if. if I didn't have to spend so much time on StreamYard talking to you folks. So the, <laughs> I could be over, I could be, you know, who knows where and right and now. And our viewership just went down a couple. <laughs> yeah. So the, so the, uh, um, so yeah, I don't have, I, he would have been my choice if I had to say, sign someone. We had to sign someone. We weren't going to trade for anyone. So, uh, of all the of all the potential plans out there of getting a DT in there I think it would have been my choice but I don't see him yeah. as anything more than like I don't see him as any, like in the same vein as like uh who was the guy that like I liked him and you didn't like him John McCargo no no no, no. from like no, a couple years ago him. that's right from a couple of years ago and he was always like a practice squad guy and then we come up and we were like oh he's making plays we were like when he's not um, making plays, these things. I feel like I know who you're talking about. It's in the tip of my. Tongue. I keep when I say Dusty Ziegler, but I know that's not it. I'm like 20 years off. That's that definitely not it. No, I. I you like... like Dusty Ziegler? No, oh, I man, didn't. A no. Deep no, I know it's okay, not who good. It. I don't know who did. And I remember, like, I got their jersey at the. Bills Harrison, Phillips? Harrison Phillips. Harrison no. Phillips was a guy you liked that I didn't. No, that's not who I'm thinking of because that's okay. he's a commodity. He's a commodity. He's yeah. not like someone who's getting tossed around practice squads. But he was the guy, like, I had his jersey at the Bills Garage sale, and then I traded it to someone else for a Mike Love jersey. <laughs> wow. You know who I'm talking about? It's just this black market of
1: All right. Spencer Johnson. Well, anyway. I could no. go down the list of, like, bad no, defensive just, tackles we've just had. Just don't. Just don't. Um, Vernon Butler? No. No? Okay. No, you're way no. off. i so keep
0: so, But I don't know. Like, Yours, if you think you know who Tony's talking we, about. Yeah, who am I talking about? Even if in you the comments, you've been keeping up with my jerseys. Play so <laughs> the, the guessing game. So I I don't see him as anything more than just you know someone who if we took someone else and Brandon Bean saw something in them and you know they're practice squad guys but they can come in in a pinch and contribute. I see him as someone who's just coming in in a pinch and contributing. Maybe it's a name that we know from the past who's lost a step or two from based on his age. Uh, I like that we've done it. I like that he's here. I'm happy he's here. I'm not getting too overexcited like it's going to be this. I'm like it's going to be this like big deal signing. I think he's just, I think he's a guy in the rotation and he's probably decent enough. Yeah. And that goes
1: to Akeem's point here. Akeem, part of built in Buffalo. Check out uh, Off the Edge on Wednesdays with Akeem and and Shoot. Great show. Uh, Do you think Joseph will be a starter at some point? And if so, when? I I don't really think there is a starter uh, on the defensive line. There's such a rotation, but he gets kind of like 40 to 60% of the snaps. So I don't really know if you can classify him as a starter. I do like what John's saying here about him helping the pass rush because as we mentioned joseph can be a guy to take up double teams and allow Rousseau, oliver guys who you expect to win those one-on-one battles to win those battles and um that, that's what we really want that's what daquan jones did so well not only was he good at collapsing the pocket getting in the quarterback but he's very good at taking on double teams allowing other guys to thrive on that line, like Ed Oliver and like Gregory Russo. And that's why I think Ed Oliver has had such a good year. And AJ Vanessa's had his best year as a bill here because they are able to thwart double teams because other guys are performing their duty. So Linville Joseph can be, I think, that guy who's still a nice run stopper, as John mentioned as well um and can take up double teams and can allow those guys to be in one-on-one battles and you hope they win their one-on-one battles and and make a play so uh so good job by bean what would you give the grade of the uh mid-season trade deadline i'd say like a solid b right b for
0: bean and brandon Um, and bills yeah it's a b b b b it's a b for big baller bean B, b b It's a BBB. Yes. Uh, I guess. I kind of don't know it's but I guess, I guess it's fine. I don't know. Like it's yeah. tough to say because it's, they're, they're moves of necessity. They're not moves of like we're going for it. They're not moves of we're betting on ourselves. They're moves of right. like, we're, we're so desperate that we're going to use this time and like, fill, fill some spots that need to be filled. Yeah. I think they're
1: good veteran additions. I, I don't think they're, they were ne- necessities. I think, I think we needed to, to kind of, Back end fill those positions. I would like to see a linebacker. There's two things that well, there's one thing that bothers me about Linval Joseph and one thing I really like. So I'll do the thing that bothers me the fir- first. First, uh, I think I read somewhere the contract they gave him was three million ish dollars. So if highly incentivized like,
0: though, highly up up to three million dollars. Highly incentivized. Yeah. Right. So
1: if Linville Joseph, regardless, if Linville Joseph reaches all those incentives and makes three million dollars, if he you get him eight games into the season, so you have him for let's say ten to twelve more games, hopefully a couple more. Um, mm-hmm. and he's making three million dollars in the like that's good enough, but Drew Tranquil for five million wasn't good enough in the offseason. I guess that bothers me a little. It's like linebacker, you really needed a veteran guy. But we didn't know what we had with Bernard at the time, and maybe the Bills did. So I don't know. In hindsight, maybe Bean just just knew uh, that Bernard would be good enough, and he's been great enough up until this mm-hmm. point. Uh, but the one thing I do like about Lindell Joseph, other than the on the field stuff we mentioned, uh, I love the arm brace. Very intimidating. <laughs> the big arm brace he wears. Yeah. Very like who JJ Watt wore that all the time, and I'm just like. Man, that's an intimidating thing. You think it would be like a sign of weakness, like his elbows hurt or something? Oh no, he it's like a Terminator move. Is... Yeah, it's a very Terminator-like move. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm digging it. Very Terminator-esque with the arm brace. So, uh, those are my final thoughts about Lindell Joseph. Tony, anything else about Joseph or any of the other additions before we get into our Bucks review in our midseason?
0: No, happy they're here. I'm not holding my breath. Well, I you know like I don't know. Are we winning any more games because of these three guys? With Douglas, maybe. maybe. Douglas, maybe. maybe. With the other two, I don't know. They're maybe with
1: we'll Douglas. See. He has like the highest interception rate in fourth quarter. Yeah, I'm, lo- I'm so excited I'm about to... Douglas. I'm excited. We could about be winning Douglas. games because of Douglas, right? Like literally, um, Tony. We gave Brandon Bean a B for the midseason grade here. Trade deadline grade here. You know who never got a B from the fan base, Mister Markey? Always an A in our books. <laughs> The golden child, and
0: in his own books, Co College, Co College is pumping. Co College
1: finest. Only A's, yeah. Co College is finest. Look at his transcript, all A's for Marv. Uh, Tony, let's send it to Marv. We'll take a break and we'll be back, uh, listeners, in a couple seconds here with our Bills Bucks review in our midseason war. And we are back, Tony. Our Bucks review. We start off our game review the same way we started off every week: the so bad it's good review. You love it. The viewers love it. Chris Berman, somewhere out there, loves it because it's an homage to him. Tony, are you ready for the one? No. interview good review this week. No. You're not ready? No, I'm ready.
0: Ready. Right,
1: got oh, to get his notebook, of course. Got to yep. get his notebook. <laughs> Here we go. Let's is... start the music. Yeah. No, go. I'm Here. ready. Go. Go. Get your pen out. Here we go. Start the music. Week 8. T-H-U-R-S-D-A-Y. Dun dun. T-H-U-R-S-D-A-Y. The Bills and the Bucks met in a heavyweight. The launch canceled due to lack of hustle. The moon was full as the He-Wolf had a werewolf but mitzvah. Spooky, scary, good performance. Getting things started early, scratching and clawing his way to a career day. As we all witnessed the boy become a man, and the man become a He-Wolf right before our very own eyes. In a battle of the tight end kins of Cade, it was the man by his syllables combined became captain end zone as Dalton outdueled Otten to score his first NFL touchdown. Felicia Rashad White was the double to be the jello pudding pop the Bucks offense was looking for, but it was Jordan Wilson Phillips and the Bills defense holding on for one more play down the stretch. Vicar Mayfield and his mates tried to pirate a victory at game's end. But it was long Josh Silver Allen looking like gold and finding the treasure of victory. Bills moved to five and three with a 24 18 victory. Tony, that's a so bad it's good review. Okay. Thoughts. I have a lot of things that no. were so
0: bad and that were so good. T H U R S D A Y. And then you go T H. So the song obviously goes S A T U R D A Y night. You went T H U R S D A Y silence. Then you went. T h u r s d a y, dent dent. What? did the
1: dent between. You couldn't
0: do. You couldn't do a night. You couldn't get anything in there to fill that void. I don't know what. Where? What's werewolf bar mitzvah? Ah, uh, thirty rock. Oh. You never watched thirty okay. rock? Wow. I did watch thirty rock. I did. Right. Watch, I did watch thirty rock. Yes. I know. I know my way around thirty rock cannon. I know my way around.
1: Um, werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky scary.
0: <laughs> what I also want clarity on is. Okay, so you went hucks to Huxtable. Like I like it was supposed to be another word, like it's a parody of another like I don't know what Huxtable was replacing.
1: Huck's able to give the Bucks offense a pop,
0: a jello pudding. Oh, he's he was able able to to give them them a pop. Yes. Okay. Right. Well, you saved it all at the end because maybe not even for Josh Allen, but the nickname Long Josh Silver is like (laughs) should be someone's real nickname. Who's tall? Right. Is there like a is there an NBA center? Oh, like that, long Josh. Okay. Yeah. So could he do throws that. Throws the ball um, very long. Yeah. Yeah. What I would like, see I was thinking like, yeah, if like the San Antonio Spurs had a center named Josh, because they're silver, and then yes. long the tallest person on the team, long Josh Silver, that would add up. But yeah, you can throw the deep ball, which Josh can. Finally. I I, thought,
1: I thought you'd appreciate the uh the word play of Dalton Kincaid I did.
0: Uh remind me what it was. I will I will say to you. I like, said no I said the kins
1: was... of Cade. I said the kins of Cade, it was a man by his syllables combined. So Kin Cade. Kins of right. Cade. Cause Cade Oden and and Dalton Kincaid, both tight ends.
0: Okay, yeah. And that's supposed there's to be, be like, there's a lot
1: of wordplay right there. And it was a captain planet reference.
0: So the kins of Cade and that was supposed to jump to the kins of Cade are the planeteers in this analogy. Yeah. Well,
1: I guess you can go there. <laughs> I okay, just, I was just referencing two guys with the word Cade in their name in some way.
0: Oh, see, I would have gone like, then like, okay, how do I make this like aid? Like, oh, is sorry, it like, far, like, it's like <laughs> farm aid or something? Like, can we make this live aid? Like that? Yeah, live aid. <laughs> um, the Bills Blade. win
1: 24 18. That's a good one.
0: Um,
1: the Bills win twenty-four eighteen. Uh, closer than probably we would have liked at the end. Uh, But let's start at the beginning. We can't get to the end until we start at the beginning. Uh, And just looking at this game from a big picture standpoint, I feel like this was the game that was the ultimate, like maybe you should listen to the fans game. (laughs) Uh Throughout the whole week, all the fans have been clamoring for on sports talk radio and on Bill's content and whatever is Josh running Dorsey being creative in his play calling. Uh, what else dictate the tempo of a game? Things we talked about last week in the pregame of things we want to see them do. The first two drives, they just did all of it. Right. Dorsey watches the pregame clearly. Dorsey watches our show, (laughs) but we know this. Yeah, and for for especially last week when Josh kind of in a in a press conference called out the fans of like, oh, and everyone's trying to be an armchair GM in the stands and think they can be an OC, whatever, like yeah maybe we can because maybe we do know what we're talking about because when you run josh and you have a creative offense a pre-stamp motion and some exotic route trees and things like that Uh you get these guys becoming successful gabe davis having a very good game um and we'll get into him in a second but uh kloosh having a career day dalton kincaid finally having his coming out party like all this stuff we've been clamoring for for weeks and weeks and weeks about this offense and Ken Dorsey and what they should be doing—they do it. And it it happened. worked, and the yes. first half is awesome. It was yes. up tempo. It was execution to a T. It was Josh running and getting himself kind of in the game and in in the flow. Yeah, of Yeah, that's what I was saying. It was
0: comfortable. It was where we belong in the for. universe. Yeah, and ever it was everything we asked for, and it's everything that the bills offensive players didn't know they always needed right they're not a, they're not asking for it as they would in that position obviously but like we're asking for it on their behalf because it's like we know this is where you live we know that this is your homeostasis this is where we need to be this is where we need to move to yeah
1: you just let players do what they do very well especially right the most important player of all josh allen right aka J17, a.k.a. the franchise, a.k.a. the prince who was promised, a.k.a. the chosen one. A.k.a. Long Josh Silver. Long Josh Silver, (laughs) Alan. Uh, Let Josh be Josh. We have, you know, howled it to the moon. Not like a he-wolf does, but we as fans have been saying, let Josh be Josh. Don't neuter him. Don't take away how he gets into the game, how he gets pumped up for the game. Like, don't give me this stoic Josh- Mm -hmm. Who's uh, kind of a bump on a on a log or what a bug on a log whatever the phrase is i don't know it's too late but uh stoic josh who's just kind of dull and sits on the sideline and doesn't show emotion and doesn't get pumped up like give me the josh who's in the game who's pumped up who's talking to his linemen and his receivers between series and uh we got it josh comes out running he comes out slinging it like dorsey was listening to our show and listening to not the first time we've we've we have proof that guys listen to us but right let Josh be Josh let Gabe Davis do his fun toe tapping sideline catches like get these guys doing things they're comfortable with and things they're good at and it works this isn't rocket science I've said se- I said that all season like Ken Dorsey seems to make this harder than it needs to be mm-hmm. with the talent on this roster because I don't know if he's out there trying to like Prove a point of I'm a good OC so I'm going to when people think I'm supposed to zig I'm going to zag but it's not rocket science like pre-snap motion create mismatches cause confusion on the defense with high efficient routes like crossing routes and slant routes and like it's not hard and when you have a team this talented they made it look easy Thursday and they didn't make it look hard so uh, hopefully it's a step in the right direction we will see but Tony, what are your thoughts I,
0: on how the I I hope so. Worked? I mean, obviously in the first drive I was like, Oh my god, we're back. Like this is the best. Uh, <laughs> we are so and then bad. like yeah. And then like as it kind of faded, it was whatever. One drive. I was still riding high. Not just from that, we were so back, but we were so back seemingly because who who opened the whole thing up for us seemingly that we could just go back to normal in the dump offs? Our own Khalil Shakir. The he wolf was howling. Oh my god. And it god. was Incredible! When he, soon as he like got, as soon as he got like his second reception in four plays, I was like, "Yeah, oh my!" I, I was like losing my mind, and I can tell you, I can yeah, get proof right. of this, Matt, because you know, you, as you may know, depending on how your phone notifications are set up, He Wolf himself. I never thought I'd be saying it in my life. He Wolf is currently in the flex spot in our fantasy football league on my team. Wow! Look at this guy. That is Making the leap. It, it it is truly making the leap. I have the worst team in the league. So I'm just having fun with it at this point. Because why not? Yeah, I can't believe it. I mean, he's coming out. if he's he's getting reception volume, if this is if if I'm betting on Dorsey to not be dumb and to look at last week's game and be like, Oh yeah, this is what we're supposed to do. Like this is you that's know, like good. what we've been doing the past three seasons as one of the best teams in the league, maybe that's what we're supposed to do. And so You're if right. he's gonna be if he's gonna be rolling with that as as a new discovery of what we're supposed to do, then um uh, thinking Khalil Shakir is going to be involved. Involved as he should be.
1: Cause it was a yes, great We have six catches, 92 yards. Yeah. Six right. catches for 92 yards. I get that right. Because those were six very important catches. Uh, I mm-hmm. was going nuts literally early on for two reasons. Uh, one, I took the Khalil Shakir over one and a half receptions bet, which okay. literally uh-huh. two minutes into the game. Right. So that was fun. And uh, on that first first drive, second drive, one of the first two drives, uh, he had like a Kyle Brandt, fake Bills fan, angry run. Okay. Uh-huh. Where he like ran down the sideline and kind of like truck sticks. One of the Bucks yeah. defenders. Yeah. Stayed up. Yeah. And I was like, okay, he will. Here we go. And of course, yes. like my, you're, you ever see like those signs in, in warehouses, like uh, 10 days since last accident. Oh, uh uh-huh. Those kind of signs. Uh-huh. Yeah, my, uh, I think my my wife has one for every time I say he wolf during a game, like <laughs> uh, three seconds until like, be, before Matt said he wolf or something like that. She like counts it down. So uh, I was loving the Khalil Shakir involvement, uh, not only because we're just huge Khalil Shakir fans and we've been down since day one and hashtag he wolf for those on Twitter right. join the movement. We started it, join it. There's room on this on this train, and it is at full steam ahead here. Um, other content creators, other Bills media members, want to be like, "Oh, we've been on Khalil Shakir for months." Duh, duh, duh. No, liars. Not funny. Sports months.
0: <laughs> Why months? They're bragging months about. We've been on it for months. Two years. The two second. Years, the moment he was drafted. The moment I saw him run. Yep. The moment I saw him run on that beaming, beautiful blue field. That was all I needed. He was Mr. Everything.
1: And he was. He was, him he it? He
0: it was, was the he Yeah. We, have a, we gave him a nickname of Boots. He was the so he Wolf before we even knew. He, before the full we moon We have arose. been the
1: originators. Don't let other content creators fool you. The He-Wolf movement starts and ends with witty Not Funny Sports. So please join mm-hmm. hashtag he Wolf on Twitter. Um, But we talked about secondary weapons. Kalu Shakir having a big game other weapons for josh allen not just stefan Diggs getting his but dalton kincaid gabe davis having huge games as well uh start with gabe davis some known some know him as grape davis and Uh, it feels like a game he finally earned that nickname we we've been saying for weeks now if they're going to give you a nickname like grape davis and roll with it you need to respond and four catches for 27 yards the previous two weeks isn't responding, isn't earning that nickname, and just like we have seen on this show, and I think Gabe Davis must listen to this show because every time we call him out, he responds with a very good game. <laughs> every time we start to be like, "Oh, it's just not working with Gabe Davis," and I'm still not a hundred percent there. I, he, he's he's the he's the epitome of the Ken Dorsey offense for me. Ken Dorsey has a good game plan every six weeks, and then disappears and then has another good <laughs> game plan in six weeks. Gabe Davis is like he's the epitome of that. Good he, game every six he weeks. He has a good game every six weeks and then disappeared. I need to see it on a consistent basis before I'm like, oh Gabe Davis is a guy we can give a second contract to move into the future with, be a contributing member of this offense moving forward. Uh one good game is great. Let's let's keep it rolling Gabe grape Davis. Uh but he does continue the trend of us calling out players and them responding with very good games. Uh, Tony, what are your thoughts about Gabe Davis's performance on Thursday? Are you feeling good about it? Are you feeling good about him being a viable number two uh, or
0: secondary weapon for Josh Allen? Uh, uh, since no. Well, okay, so it's interesting the way you phrase that because you're talking about secondary weapon is what you're saying. I don't think he's the number two weapon in this. Okay. I think he's the number two wide receiver, but I don't think that he's proven himself to be Ideal. any kind of number two To weapon but i think on this like to me what i'm hoping for gabe davis to become is what emmanuel sanders was when he was here in that time like reliable steady solid professional on the other side that's what i like that's what i want to see about gabe davis really what i I, and but that's me digressing a little bit or maybe even you could say like compromising a little bit because really what i want to see gabe davis be is is Two foot tap in Gabe Davis from when he was wide receiver four, but I just want him to do. I just want him to basically get more touches. We move all our wide receivers around all the time, anyway. Why can't he just be the other guy on the inside and like run those routes again, but just in enough? Like we're get, like come on, we're get, we got we're get, we're getting enough. He can he can get more snaps and do that stuff all at the same time. Um, so I guess at this point, like I said. If he can be what Emmanuel Sanders was, that's I guess the best I can hope for. That's all I'm looking for. Just I just want to not be disappointed in Gabe Davis, and
1: sure, that includes.
0: Us, well, that like includes in the production of at the end of the day. If it's like, oh, cool, three receptions and Josh threw thirty-one passes. I mean, right. We can, we can. I would like him. I would just like. I'm disappointed, or I've anytime I've been disappointed with Gabe is just as much because i watched him like screw up multiple times but just as much because he he he, like isn't getting the production and it's like well it would be fun if we had someone who was like getting the production on the other side spreading this thing out a little bit more
1: could that guy be dalton kincaid
0: no okay well like we finally
1: saw like the dalton kincaid we were hoping for in the preseason i remember that preseason game against the steelers where dalton kincaid seemed to be uncoverable it was just like Oh, you're going to put a linebacker on him. Well, the linebacker's slower and less athletic than Dalton Kincaid, so he'll just quick slant him or do. Oh, you're going to put a nickel cornerback or or a, and go in a dime package. Oh, we'll just run the ball down your throat because Dalton Kincaid mm-hmm. can win that battle blocking wise. I finally feel like we saw the Dalton Kincaid we were hoping for in the preseason uh, come through, and maybe that's a result of not being in twelve personnel and not having Dawson Knox kind of take away what Dalton Kincaid can do. I, I don't know, but I hope it continues because what I saw was a very good performance from the rookie.
0: Absolutely. Me too. Very excited about Dalton Kincaid. Glad that he's getting a chance to shine. Uh, not glad that Knox is injured. Obviously I would rather have Knox out there, but, or I shouldn't say rather, but I would rather have Knox available. Uh, but even this, like, would yeah. you rather, would you rather have, when Knox comes back, is fully healthy if there's in plays where there's one tight end on the field, would you want that tight yeah. end to be Dalton Kincaid over Knox? Ab- absolutely. Me too. Me too. Like to and me, me Dalton m- maybe is... this
1: is their best form of their offense too. Like yeah. we've, we've been clamoring all off season for 12 personnel. This is going to be great. Two tight ends who can cause mismatches, both athletic. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that's not their best personnel package. Maybe yeah. their best personnel package is Khalil Shakir and Dalton Kincaid, and maybe a, maybe a fourth receiver in there somewhere. Like, yeah, Maybe it is eleven personnel. Maybe they're that's where they're best at.
0: That's what I'm that's what I'm starting to think as well. Uh and it certainly seems like that lineup is where Josh is the most comfortable. Um yeah. and gives and gives the variety like twelve personnel also sort of limits the vertical range, uh, at least for some. But it's like you go into eleven like that, and you know, Josh can Josh can kind of like open things up to really sling it. Uh, whatever the situation calls for. So I'm I'm have to agree with you. I'm have to like maybe 12 personnel isn't that exciting for us, and that's not the best maybe, version of who we are. Yeah, and if they figure that out in week eight as opposed
1: to week 15, 14, mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm okay with that. Maybe 11 personnel is a way to go from here on out. So yeah, uh, viewers, if you're checking us out on Facebook, YouTube at Built in Buffalo underscore, make sure you follow us. Make sure you follow Built in Buffalo. And check out everything they're doing. If you're reviewing us right now, comment, like, subscribe. We love comments. We love interacting. Love calling out comments and answering your questions. So please leave a comment and be so kind. Uh, Tony, what do you say? Uh, any other notes about the game before we move to our midseason? Awards? No, I want to do awards. I want to do awards. Let's go. I want to do awards, too. Let's go. Let's okay. go to awards. Let's do the awards. The Witties. I feel like I need like an orchestral kind of music mm-hmm. to play here. but I'm disappointed. Uh, in the the Witties. We do it. We do it. Uh, in the off-season, in like June, April-ish, after free agency, we do it mid-season, then we do it at the end of the season and see if anything carries over and stuff. But these are our mid-season awards, of course. We're halfway through the season, Bills 5 and 3. Well, I guess it can't be halfway when they're 17, but you, you get the gist of it. Uh, Tony, let's start off with – we talked about tight ends, Dalton Kincaid. So let's start off with an award dedicated to a tight end, the Royal Award, as in Robert Royal. He's in our opening – because of his famous quote, breath of fresh air, is the actual quote. Robert Royal, of course, said, a fresh of breath air, which is one of my favorite lines ever. Uh, So, Tony, who is the player who has been a fresh of breath air for you this season so far? Leonard Floyd.
0: Oh, okay. I think it's definitive. I mean, to me, it's like, well, if I have to choose someone who's a new addition, and I look as to why... And as to what, like, I'm most excited about or what I would be most excited about, like last year's to this year, or what seems mm-hmm. to have been refreshing this year, it's the pass rush. And yeah, and we grabbed ourselves later in the offseason, we grabbed ourselves a pretty prolific pass rusher based on the production so far and Leonard Floyd. So that's been very exciting, very fun. It's been a fresher breath there. It has been a fresher breath there because I mean, we haven't had a we haven't had we haven't had a pass rush it's like now it's like oh, all right <laughs> like this right
1: know. he's he's been consistent he's been a fresher breath there for sure and a guy who was kind of like an afterthought as you mentioned like yeah. later on in the off season like nobody signed him he's just lingering out there it's like okay well, well maybe we'll bring him in since it's so late as a veteran presence and see if he still has something in the tank he has a lot in the tank it turns out because he has like six and a half sacks this year, I believe, mm. uh, and has been probably, from a consistency standpoint, the most consistent threat on the edge for the Buffalo Bills this season, and a great like filler as Vaughn gets up to speed as well. I think a lot of people expected Vaughn to come back and just be like, okay, he's the old Vaughn again, but it seems like he needs, just like we saw with Trey White last year coming off an ACL, me having an ACL myself, not as important as Vaughn's or Trey White's, but it's there, so I know how it feels. Uh, we see them needing to ramp up a little, take a couple weeks to get up to speed. And we see that with Vaughn this year. So wonder Floyd has been a, a great fresh of breath air for sure. Uh, Tony, I'm going to eat crow on this one. My pick Terrell
0: Bernard. Oh, another great pick. Another pick from the front seven. Bernard. Really? Bernard. Question mark. Bernard. Bernard?
1: Uh, <laughs> Terrell Bernard has been, I think the biggest fresh of breath air. Just due to the fact that six months ago, I was just like, this guy is terrible. He's not yep. cut out for the NFL. He was bad in the short snap, in the few snaps we saw him last year. He has been great. He has been maybe more than great because he's replacing a player that a lot of people in Bill's Mafia likes. I'm not one of them. You were more favor of Tremaine Edmonds.
0: That's what I was going to oh. ask you, Matt. I was like, is he I a fresh right, breath I was right because we see air? Tremaine Edmonds not being good. Right. Is he a fresh, he's a fresh breath there because... because he's better than Tremaine Edmonds? You, well, yeah. Is he a fresh breath there because you like him and Tremaine Edmonds is gone and you didn't like him? So it's like the hate yeah. has faded for Tremaine Edmonds. So really, that's the fresh breath air is the, that there's something you like now and that's about where Tremaine Edmonds was.
1: He does, Matt, the hate for Tremaine has turned, turned into like... Love for... Uh, Joyous, Bernard. not even love for Bernard, but joyous like feeling for how bad Tremaine Edmonds has been for the Bears this year and like, me, well being okay yeah like I I, I had a hot take and it was kind of right. like that feels good sometimes, but you're right, you're right. Tra Bernard has been uh much better than I could have expected when you compare him to what I thought about Charles Bernard and compare him to what I thought about Tremaine Edmonds much better. He's making more impactful plays. he's flying around. He's in every play it seems like. And I think when you look back at it and maybe we were quick to jump the gun, I was definitely quick to jump the gun. I think a lot of people were quick to jump the gun. You might've learned a lot from Matt Milano last year, just kind of being, mm-hmm. for use a hockey term in the press box, like yeah. just picking yeah. up tips of the trade and uh, applying it this year. And Milano has probably been a, a good teacher for, for Bernard and him realizing how to play in the NFL and what his strengths are and, Trevor Bernard's been the biggest fresher breath air for me, for sure. I think he's top 10 in tackles this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just been really, really good. And I thought he would be a huge liability, and it's been yeah. exactly the opposite.
0: Yeah, thought he would be like the Achilles heel that we'd have to be putting up with and enduring, and certainly that's not the case. Certainly we have a, no. many, many more complaints about the defense, than they aren't him. So no complaints here, and that is a fresher
1: breath air. That is a fresher breath air, Let's move on to our next award, viewers, Tell us who you would give your awards to in this midseason award show here. Uh, Tony, let's move on to our next award, the Fred Jackson Five Award, because of course Jackson Five's famous song, I want you back. Who is the one player? Just like I, we kind of want Fred Jackson back because Fred's awesome and he was like the heart and soul of the Bills during the drought era. And I just I just I'm a huge Fred Jackson fan and would want him back in any capacity <laughs> uh, as a player or a coach or whatever. Uh, who's a one player or Thing or part of the organization that we want back.
0: Ooh, now and you threw me off. Cause... Don't
1: need to be players, as as you know, as we've done before. They can be managers, executives, things in the stadium. They can be anything related to the Bills. So, who's the one thing player, person, whatever that you would want back?
0: Okay, th- now you've really rewritten the rules because this is like this is not what I was thinking. Jess I would be. Yeah, so you now just I'm going what you thought. <coughs> Well, I was was thinking I want a Milano back. That seems to be the obvious answer. That was my choice. Okay, yes. That's the obvious answer. Okay, yes. (laughs) Yes. Now you're saying of the the things we want back, of of it could be anybody or anything, this is interesting. Would I rather have the Giants continue to lose, Dave will be fired, and have him rejoin us as offensive coordinator? Ooh. Okay. That's that's tempting, too. That's That's tempting. That's That's a tempting twist. That's a Tito to the Michael in this
1: that was a germane guy
0: yeah but who's one the Jermaine? one, of one. <laughs> or would i rather have oh man
1: milano seems yeah, to be me milano man. milano's the obvious he's, choice. Uh, he's so, he's so obvious good choice. right he's so good and ha- having him get hurt in such a devastating way so early in the season was just such a gut punch because he was playing just as when you thought he couldn't play better coming off his all pro year last year he was playing better in my opinion yeah he's He's awesome. He's always around the ball. He's smart as all heck when it comes mm-hmm. to schematics and where he needs to be and what he's needs to be doing. And you just I like Dorian Williams. I don't mind Terrell Dodson. He has his faults, but I don't mind him.
0: Mm-hmm. They're not
1: even sniffing Matt Milano's capability and of presence out there. So uh, Matt Milano does seem like the obvious answer and the obvious winner for the Fred Jackson five
0: I can I offer some can I offer some honorable mentions for the Jackson 5 award? Yeah. Please okay, do. Okay, now that now that you've let me brainstorm a little bit with these criterion. Uh so Mamelon is the obvious choice. A secondary choice is potentially uh, Dave back. Uh another choice might be paper programs. Oh, Would really? not hate if paper programs were back. Would not hate if season ticket uh like physical cards were back. Instead of having to use your phone. I I would say those are also honorable mentions. Those are also honorable mentions. As someone who... That is is, is one, I
1: just want to say, before you mention that, that is one very uh, hurtful downfall of the digital era. Like, Mm -hmm. I collected those tickets. You wanted to collect those memorable games. Frame them. Like,
0: I don't know why they ever got rid of paper tickets. It's a shame. We talk about it all the time at Fan Advisory Board. It's like the most common topic we discuss. That and getting rid of the stampede. Uh no, I'm the only one who cares about the Stampede. The but the but we talk often about like having a tangible artifact from going to a game or from being a season ticket okay. holder. We we dog, we talk about it it, it it we it's brought up very, very commonly. Um what was that? I also have my neck my final fan advisory board meeting on uh like Friday after next, like in a couple Ooh, of weeks. Your final one. Wow. Yeah, the I term's over soon. For you? Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. It's, it's a sad moment. It's know. a sad moment, my friend. Maybe you could be part of the stampede. Oh my What an opportunity that sure, would yeah. be. <coughs> yeah. They or, offered that to us. Or who,
1: who was uh who was the artist that disappointed last year at the playoff game, the halftime show? Who was that artist? Remember at the Bengals playoff game, the halftime, he did like oh. a he did like an art show and it was really bad.
0: Oh. Yeah, and it was like Kyle Brandt was also involved somehow. Yeah.
1: Maybe and can, he, was uh, like, he was like a speed painter. Maybe you'll painter. get a picture from that guy. Yeah, a speed
0: yeah, painter. Yeah, he was like that a was speed a, painter. Yeah. yeah, we get that. We get that mural. I mean, I, it was probably cool. Like, I would, If it was like that hanging in my house, I'd probably be like into it. But be cool. uh, yeah, it probably uh, be cool.
1: But let's be honest, Tony. They'll just give you a dozen carousel cookies, and you'll be internally disappointed. <laughs> yes, I will be. And then
0: that's what I would want back, is a little thing called gratitude from my heart. carousel work. cookies
1: we really saved your business this summer you should be thanking us <laughs> yeah hyping up carousel cookies
0: that's right they should win an award for like most disappointing we never even ate them like they could be the best cookies that have ever existed we never tried no. a single one it's and really we close. dragged these people in to the internet <laughs> oh what did carousel whatever cookies ever fair is us? fair yeah
1: fair is fair be more creative that's all we're saying for listeners who don't know, viewers who don't know, Carousel Cookies was the uh, cookie vendor at the Bills training camp this summer and would not come up with creative names yeah. for their cookies. They just it had was like, like what? the, it the was Bill's, like Bill's Sugar chocolate chip Bill's Cookie. Bill's, yeah. chocolate Bill's, Bills. Sugar yeah. Cookie. Bill's Sugar <laughs> Cookie. <chip. laughs> like Diggs' Delightful Cookie. There you go. That was a free one Boom. for Carousel it's, the, it's Yeah, it's over. Boom. It's, it's, it's already easy. over and done. We did it Diggs on the Delight. spot for you, the Diggs
0: Delight. Give me it. Perfect. <laughs> Your, your carousel cookies. served with milk and
1: floss. It's the Andy Dick internship, The Apprentice Show, whatever. <laughs> Getting snipped. Carousel cookies. Uh, Tony, let's move on to our next award. Yeah, next that award. Is okay. The Marshawn Award, presented, of course, by Applebee's, because Marshawn loves Applebee's. And this is the award for the best performance in a commercial video, any kind huh. of visual media form so far this season for the Bills. Uh, Tony, let me kick it off. Uh, I'm going to give it. It's a tie to Von Miller and Stefan Diggs. Oh, okay, they're
0: they're Re- show.
1: I love it. I love how they play into like the fashion aspect of the bills and especially the fashion aspect of Diggs and Vaughn uh uh-huh. I think it's very funny. I think it's very witty, which is very in theme of this show uh them arriving to the game in the same kind of uh robot street performer metallic outfit from head <laughs> to toe and then it's it's a it's very good. I laugh at it every time I see it uh
0: Vaughn and Diggs for their progressive commercial get my award. Uh, Tony, what are your thoughts? So I wanted to give mine basically like we came up, you told me this award was happening and then the bills dropped the, their most recent video of players catching the basketball, turning around saying you ladies. All right. Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> I was like, like Oh, this is like, what you like that. I loved it. I've watched it. like okay. I've watched it like 20 times and, uh, <laughs> And I was like, wow, this is like they knew the award was coming because they're trying to fit in as many yeah. candidates as possible. Uh yeah. in the eleventh hour. And I gotta tell you, there were, you know, obviously some were better than others. Dalton Kincaid was like, Ugh. and Pretty
1: awkward boy. Yeah. I
0: will I will say a few were great. I think the best of the best was Taryn Johnson. Oh, not where I was going. They you knew who the best
1: of the best was. It was he won."
0: He was having his I role. know he was number two. He was my number two. Okay. I know I was always ready to say I was I, I to me the three to me there were like three that were far above the rest and it was Karen Johnson. He Wolf and Dorian Williams and Judge Dredd's yes. and I was like sure. well, and I'm like wow two two you know two people that we love just based on that great nicknames that we came up with ourselves and pushed ourselves and then I thought they were excellent. I thought he Wolf was tremendous but there was just right. something he's, about he's a natural. The, yeah he is a natural. There was something about the smooth confidence of Taryn Johnson that I cannot ignore. Like, he turned around. He had a glint in his eye, raises his eyebrow. You ladies, all right. I, I was swooning. I'm ready. I'm ready to give the award to Taryn Johnson. He did an excellent job in that, in that uh, video, as many did, like E-Wolf, Andrean Williams, mm-hmm. Judge Judds, and some of the bad. Obviously, Epi, Epinesa did bad but like that was the fun of it yeah that was the fun of it yeah Taron Johnson might not
1: be able to cover an inside slant route but he can cover Tony's heart and emotions pretty darn well yes um I will say like two things I did like that video as well uh Dalton Kincaid has like the uh the boyish awkwardness of like a middle school kid going to his first dance yep (laughs) like every time uh it's very funny to me and of course uh my second thought was of course, they had to do this video and roll out this video post-Knox injury. They, can't, right. they didn't have takes. They didn't have enough takes for Dawson Knox to do that video. Because he would not catch the basketball, the is that what you're saying? Exactly. Or because he's exactly. so charming. Okay, like, right. Tone hands. No, because he can't <laughs> catch the basketball. <laughs> yes. Um, so that is our award, our Marshawn Award. Tony, let's move on to our Penitentiary Award. The Zay Jones Award. And this award goes to, of course, the player or any member of the organization who you would not want to be stuck in a hotel room with because Zay Jones in hotel rooms just don't go together. They're not copacetic. They're, they're not, they, they, they don't, they don't go together very well. Zay Jones, bad history with hotels. Tony, who wins your Zay award for the player on the bills or member of the bills organization you wouldn't want to be in a hotel room?
0: Uh, so this is someone that we've talked about before as someone who we think is the broiest bro on the team someone who we think is just ready to ball tap his way to not being friends with everybody, with anybody. I'm giving my award to Sam Martin.
1: <laughs> you, you, Sam Martin, that has been I, quite a revelation we, of like Sam Martin's a huge like bro bro.
0: Yes. Sam Martin is someone I, I would not trust sleeping in the same room with. Cause I'm like, what, what are you going to do to my bed, Sam? Like what the fuck? What are, what are we right. going to do here? Right. When are you going to put my fingers in water as I sleep?
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's like the best I'm hoping for, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: What a twist that Sam Martin is like a bro-y bro. Um, <laughs> what a twist. You know, Who's Sam Martin dating one. again? Well, he, he was still, he's he's still hurt from his breakup with Nastia Lukin. You can't move oh, on they broke from up? a gold medalist like that. Uh, I think they up? broke up.
0: Not that I'm oh. uh, on, the,
1: on the beat of the Bills' relationship. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. All right. I can see how that could still hurt. Well, you know, you're not on the beat you, with the medalist. I can drop a bomb for you on this one please do breaking news josh allen is dating hayley steinfeld oh my are you serious it's unbelievable i know the actress you said that like it was back to the future who's president <laughs> ron reagan the actor thank you who's thank you for president? catching up jenny lewis yeah I don't know if you did it on purpose, but that's what I immediately got
1: Bishop bumblebee uh yes, that is that is very good. Josh getting some good acting lessons from Haley as well in his new uh what is it what is the credit it's some for some credit card I don't know there's a mastercard, but he tries to buy like oh, baby carrots individually. That's some fine acting from Josh. Oh, I have
0: not seen this one. I have not seen this commercial oh,
1: I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you oh please <laughs> it's good, please good. do it's, it's very good um. The, uh, the member of the organization, the part of the organization, I would not want to be stuck in a hotel room with, and this is a group effort I mentioned earlier, the stampede. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how I would get any sleep with those guys.
0: Playing I was the just going to say, they're getting kicked out all night. That's the thing is like, you might have to pay for one 13th of a hotel room because they're getting right. kicked out of that hotel. Is it worth and it? You, that's that's all you have to do it yeah, all you have to do is wait it out. They're getting kicked out, and you got a
1: room, big room to yourself. Right? They're gonna have noise complaints galore and get kicked mm-hmm. out. Can I wait it out? That's the question. I don't think I have the willpower that to wait it out. It's I don't, fair. I don't. I'm That's fair. I'm sorry. Some some great center mm-hmm. doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. The stampede plane throughout the night would kill me. It would, and it would not make <laughs> you me stronger.
0: You'd not be stronger by the end of that. No. And you, no, I would be deaf. of course
1: we all would be uh tony let's move on to our final award as we wrap up the episode here listeners thank you for tuning in thank you for liking subscribing commenting and if you haven't done so please do comments are still open let us know uh your thoughts tony this is our award that always carries over year after year weeks after weeks award show after award show and that is the ruvel martin award for one of our favorite bills ruvel martin was on the bills then he was off the bills then he was on the bills then he was off the bills and he was on the bills again but he was off the bills a week later then two weeks later they brought him back just to kick him off three weeks later who is the one player who is on the bills that you wish was not on the bills and who are you giving your rubo martin award
0: to see i think in the spirit of the rubo martin award like i'm also supposed to choose someone who's some kind of double dipper and okay it seems like it seems like I'm apt to pick. Well, now I'm split between two because it seems like I'm apt to pick AJ Klein because he was gonna pick is too. like supposedly on the Bills now again, <laughs> right. for the ninth time. But like, I have sure? never seen I've never seen a single ounce of proof that he's on the Bills. But I think I he's supposed Either to be on I. the Bills, and like he wasn't supposed to be on the Bills. I haven't and even then he's seen on the like bills.
1: Practice pictures in the background. Like, yeah, I've seen nothing. I seen no evidence that he's on this team.
0: Yeah, I've I've seen zero it's evidence that he's weird. on this team. Uh, and I'm still confused. Like even as I'm saying it out loud, I'm putting it out there to the internet, to the world, I'm yeah. like confused that he's on the team. Is he on the team? He is on the team I, on paper. Maybe he is on the team. Of is official,
1: he? He is on the official roster. Again, we have no proof. We don't know. My right. theory is uh, he's a robot. And they just, like, charge him. If you look at Google search AJ Klein, listeners, Uh Google search AJ Klein, 80% of that man's pictures are him just stoic. And we talked about Josh being stoic. AJ Klein does not smile in any pictures. There's the pictures with his kids. He doesn't smile like he is just stone-faced, which makes me think he could be a robot. We haven't seen him because he's in the back closet charging. Yes. Or or extending the Wi-Fi. Around the stadium, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, is that what you're right? We have not seen Daddy? any. We haven't seen any proof or read any proof that AJ Klein is still with the Bills. He's still at one Bills drive. We haven't seen him in the background of any practice photos. We haven't seen seen him in any practice notes. Even like, hey, AJ Klein made a nice tackle on a screen pass today. Like, nothing. I don't know where this guy is. Like, where I, do we need Tony? I I think I know the solution. I, I think I know the solution. An Apple Air tag would <laughs> be actually uh, a better solution than mine. I was thinking we uh, okay. need to bring in Rockapella Oh, and figure out where in the world is AJ Klein. Where in the
0: world is AJ Klein? I love this conspiracy theory that the Wi Fi hinges, that the stadium Wi Fi hinges on AJ Klein. Because I, like in the That's early bad. games of the season, in the early games of the season, I struggled so much to get my tickets to be accessible, which is part of the reason I said I want to bring back cards. I had such, such struggle to get my tickets to be accessible in there. And then what happened? Then we signed AJ Klein back. I mean, the proof is in the pudding here that the stadium Wi-Fi hinges on AJ Klein's presence because Kleins aren't real. He was once a linebacker, but now has been replaced internally by the government with a surveillance yeah. robot and Wi-Fi extender.
1: It's an iRobot situation, yeah, for sure. Yeah, an AJ robot. Um, yeah, I, I. I. That's the only. That's my only and best theory I can come up with. Yeah, the man is a robot. He has no emotions until you program his emotions in. It's like what was the movie? Oh, uh Big Hero Six. Westworld. For all the parents okay. out there. Oh, Westworld. But Big Hero Six, like he, he puts a chip in the robot, Baymax, and it like becomes like a healthcare robot or gets ninja moves or whatever. That feels like AJ Klein. Like they have a, a room full of chips that they just uh-huh. plug into AJ Klein. It's like linebacker chip or eat organic food chip or <laughs> anything that they need A.J. Klein to do. Extend the Wi-Fi. Spot, yeah, like spot bench press. Right, yeah. bench <laughs> Here, press you learn something. this this, this skill now. We're going to put right. this in, into you. Uh, that's our best theory, A.J. Klein. Is right. And that's the ridiculous takes you get on this show. Uh, listeners, of course, we will, viewers, we will have the audio version of this. Uh, please check it out on Spotify, iTunes, starting tomorrow. Uh, you can rewatch this video on YouTube and Facebook on the built in Buffalo page and check out again, all the shows built in Buffalo has given you uh, maybe not as ridiculous as ours. Actually, definitely not as ridiculous as ours. Uh, I'm guessing nobody else on built in Buffalo is talking about AJ Klein being a robot, but that's what you get from this show. So you're welcome. wrap it up though? <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank, let's hear thank, about
0: thank our sponsors. Our,
1: let's hear about our sponsors. Thank you to our sponsor. Of course, traveling growler, WWW dot traveling the holiday season just around the corner Christmas music holiday music starting already on the radio great stocking stuffer for your friends and family traveling shop local support local quality koozie starting at just five dollars just five dollars for a cool gift that your family and friends will love so traveling check them out uh where you can find the podcast tony as i mentioned youtube facebook built in buffalo page also audio version on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your fine podcast for free. If you're paying for this, you're not doing it right. You can get this stuff for free, quality content for free. Uh, We always like to say, whether you give us two minutes or two hours hours of your time, we greatly appreciate it. And we truly do mean that. And thank you all who tuned in tonight and have tuned in before and will continue to tune in in the future. Thank you so much. Uh, Tony, podcast store. I guess we should call it the live show store now. It's not really a podcast Mm -hmm. anymore uh but teespring.com is where you can find all our stuff or you can google search teespring witty not funny all one word as you see there check out all the cool designs we mentioned our newest t-shirt our dare to digs t-shirt but all cool designs all original i guarantee you you will be the talk of your next tailgate bills viewing party whatever bills function you have going on if you get a witty not funny t-shirt or crew neck sweatshirt or tank or whatever we have a bunch of colors a bunch of designs a bunch of different variations check out the store today support the podcast and support the uh, the modern day starving artists the podcast vlogger as tony and i are <laughs> getting that off uh tony twitter handles you can find the podcast at woody sports 716 we said like we said at the beginning of the show give us a follow on twitter instagram we love connecting with bill's mafia saber swords people trademark pending so give us a follow. We love following back. Check us out on Twitter. That's where we put most of our stuff. But Woody Sports Seven One Six, or Facebook and TikTok, Woody Not Funny Sports. Give us a follow on all platforms. We love following back. Uh, Tony, regular send off for the listeners. <coughs> Sounds good. <laughs> As we always say, go Bills, and of course, stay witty out there, everyone. Thanks for viewing in. Thanks for checking us out. Come back next week. Peace. Bye. Bye. Later. Uh, stay focused. Um, work hard in school. You might not like school, but make sure you're working hard in school. It's your boy DM3, and you're listening to the Witty, Not Funny Sports Podcast on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network.